Amen. Time is fast spent, so I want to talk about occupation. Do you have your notebook and your pen? The next four months, God will change your level forever. Financially, your level is changing. Spiritually, your level is changing. In the name of Jesus, every stagnation is coming out of your life. And I want to show you how God will do it. Praise the name of Jesus. Write this down. You don't become anything in life until the light in you is packaged. Praise the name of Jesus. You will never become anything in life until the greatness that God puts in you comes out and people can celebrate it. Am I new great? You will never become anything until the light in you. Can you put up that scripture again? Isaiah 60. Arise and shine. Look up with me. Everybody clear your thoughts. Can everybody look up with me, please? Want to read it? Arise and shine. So you cannot rise unless there is light. And even if, you know, arising is not standing up. Arising is your potential becoming clear. I see many people's potential becoming clear before the end of this year. Praise the name of Jesus. So the scripture, this scripture is more practical than spiritual. There are so many people that are seated because you have not discovered your light yet. For example, the attire I'm wearing, it is somebody's light that has arisen. Why are you so jealous of me? Why are you so Ask your neighbor, do you have something in you that you can show the world? You can see it. Do you understand your greatness? Do you understand your potential? You know, nobody remembers people that have served nothing in their lives. There has to be something, and I want you to see something. There is something God put in you that will reveal you to the world. If you say the amen, may God start with you. Praise the name of Jesus. So, arising, write this down, is about understanding your gifting. Arising is about understanding your gifting and packaging your gifting and displaying your gifting to humanity. Arising is about understanding your gifting, packaging your gifting, and displaying your gift to the world and humanity. I want to show you a scripture that will shock you today. Before the end of this year, something that is in you will cause you to arise. And everybody will begin to celebrate what has been in you. People don't celebrate you because you look good. They celebrate you because of the treasure that is coming out of you. You know, they say that even if you are ugly, when you have money, you are beautiful, you are handsome. <laughs> have you ever had that joke? Of course, nobody is ugly in this world. Luke chapter number 19, verse number 12. 
Luke chapter number 19, verse number 12. Put it up for me. Luke 19. This will happen before the end of this year. Amen. And beginning from now, every person that is suffering poverty is because they have not discovered their potential. And there is nobody without a potential in their spirit and in their, in their life. Nobody was born empty. Nobody was born empty. You know, I was watching these athletic guys when they finish. Huh? Well, as you can be seated. I was watching athletic guys, Pastor huh? Jalo, and they would finish the race and somebody would come with a mic. So, how was the race, brother? And you will hear English you have never heard in your life. Broken English at the end. I was running like this and this. But because of their potential, we can listen to them. God's mind. 
Because sometimes we are just thinking dreams, visions, but we are not thinking cities and, you know, trading and going to the next level. I cast every spirit of poverty in this place. I declare that you are entering a place of doing business with God. And another king saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept, laid up in a napkin. For I fear thee, because thou art an austere man, and thou takest up, thou layest not down, <laughs> and reapest. Okay, you understand what it means? You understand what it means? I want to talk to you today. Who is ready for me today? Because you need to hear me in another level. Can you lay hands on your head and say, Father, give me divine intelligence. Okay, listen to me. One of the keys of prospering in any area and having dominion is found in the word occupy or occupation. So when God wants to bless you, he does not say, oh, bless you, my son, go to the next level. No, he says, occupy till I come. When God wants to lift you, he does not just give you a dream in the night. After you wake up, you must do some occupation. The problem we have is a lot of people with dreams without occupation. And I'm going to define for you what is occupation. Am I talking to anybody here? Are you listening? This side, are you listening to me? That side, can you hear me? Are you listening to me in the middle? Okay, look at this. Jesus said, occupy until I come. Now, I don't want to sound funny. But he did not say prayer until I come. Prayer is part of the equation. But after you pray, you must do some occupation. And the problem with a lot of people in the church is that after we pray, we don't know how to occupy. So the prayer looks like it is not working. What is to occupy? Write this down. To occupy is to fill your mind with something that you are busy and skilled doing. To occupy is to fill your mind with something that you are busy and skilled doing. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody here. So when God is saying, occupy till I come, he's saying, fill your mind and your schedule with something that you are busy and skilled in. Huh? What is occupation? Let me just take you to the next level. So to occupy is to fill your mind with something that you are busy and skilled doing. What is occupation? Occupation, write this down, is an area of activity and work which you are skilled in. So if you are not skilled, you are not in an occupation. A lot of people say, oh, I've been busy, I'm working, I'm trying to do, and if I ask you, are you skilled in what you are doing? Because if you lack skill, oh my God, am I preaching this in a wrong time? So to occupy, write this down, is to fully exploit the purpose and the potential of a thing 
fighting what I'm saying. Okay, look at me. Can you shake your neighbor for me? Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Yeah. Neighbor, if you don't understand this, you'll be poor. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand, you'll be praying to God all your life and it looks like it's not answering. Write this down, somebody. You can never be in dominion. You can never prosper until you are an occupation. You know, by the time we are done with these four months, you will have something you are occupying. And I have good news for you. God will not bring you the talents anymore. He has already given them to you. Yeah. Oh my God. You can never be in dominion and prosper until you are in a certain occupation. And today I want to show you three forces of occupation. I may not show you. Can I show you this side? Are you sure you want to hear what I want to say? In the middle, are you, are you listening? I want to show you three ways of having dominion through occupation. The first thing you will never occupy anything without, write this down, is called the spirit of discernment. The spirit of discernment is what defines your area of skill. You only design to the level you are skilled. For example, my sister, when did you go to school to do this? Eh? What did you study? Cooperative economies. So what is this? Eh, what do you do clothing? And you have studied corporate? Eh? You didn't get the job. So you discovered something else you are carrying. Eh, eh. Eh. Are you a lazy lady? A pastor told you. How to sew? How can I finish university and be a tailor?
inside. Looking inside is called discernment. Looking outside is education. Looking inside is discernment. I see you going to your next level in wealth. I see your finances growing every day. You don't think a city without ideas. When you have 
obedience, when you have a mentality of wisdom, you must always take cities. Otherwise, you're going to be in the shanties of the upcountry because the idea has not come. Sit down, let me show you something. There's going to be billionaires rising in this church. Godly billionaires will rise in this church because you will have a light. Can you go back to Isaiah 60? I want to shock you. Look at this. Arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. Go to verse number 10.
Discernment is the ability to identify accurately the purpose and the intent of a thing, a matter, or even a person.
The reason you have your job, what do you do in your company? In the organization? Water and sanitation specialist. And your work is to approve grants of where money. How much do you uh, rule over? I'm 25 million this year. 25 million dollars. Do you think you can be you can put a fool over $25,000? She has with her signature the ability to say where $25,000 will go. $25 million. I'm going to show you something why you are who you are. Sit down. Ask your neighbor how much do you approve? Or is it just for Lisa? <laughs> Listen to me, guys. You will never be allowed to rule what you cannot name. And I want to show you why God brought animals to Adam. Can I show you? Put up for me Genesis 1.26. Genesis 1.26. Your dream is valid. Genesis, we are going to bring the family in Kenya. Is this uh, 26? Just Genesis 1, 26, please. Can you put somebody there that knows what they are doing? All right. Somebody will skill. Clear your throats. Look up, look up, look up, Pastor. Look up. I'm talking to you today. Look up, are you there? Everybody want to read. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Okay, remember that, right? So now God has made the man, and he wants to prove if this man should have the job. You, are you the one that should have dominion? Or it is you? I will know. Bring the animals. Bring the chimpanzee. Bring the zebra. Bring it before the man. If he does not know their name, he is not the one. If he does not know their name, if he, does, if he calls a kangaroo a lion, he is not the man. Adam's occupation was to have dominion over the fish of the earth, over all the earth, over the birds, over the creatures. And the test, huh? the interview for him to get the job was, tell me what this, what is this? Let me show you something you can understand. Genesis 41, 38. I'm going to close here. So, this time around, I'm going to be giving examinations to the congregation. Once you sit in my service for a season that I'm teaching, I'll give you an exam. When you pass the exam, I'll lay hands on you and send you into your dominion. All the people that don't like class are not happy. They can't say amen. <laughs> 
Why did Pharaoh choose Joseph? Let me answer you. Look up. Let's read together. One, two, read. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom is the spirit of God. Go to the next verse. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has shown you all these things, none is so discreet and wise as you. Go to NKJV, please. NKJV, verse number 39. 39. 39. Look at this. In as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. Go to the next verse. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. You will never be given a promotion to rule something you don't deserve. And do you know what he had designed? He had designed the meaning of seven cows that were fat and seven cows that were thin. And he said, these are years. You don't become a king because you went to school. There has to be more to your education. There has to be discernment in you. When I'm done with you in this series, some of you will quit what you are doing to do something that you have discernment over. Discernment is not something big. 
it is something small that has the ability to be big. Problem with most of us, we want to start big. Nobody wants to start small. In an area you have skill. We want to do in a big way things we don't understand. So the idea today is to talk about discernment. Number two, discipline. Number three, dominion. Some of you will start businesses. They will look small. But before long, it will be a Fortune 500 company. You have to start. You have to start. Look at Start small. Chris Kirubi became a millionaire by selling bios. Bios. He started with a bio pen. It looks insignificant, but everybody needs to write. Is there a course in the university that can tell you bio is important? Unless it is admitted. Look at all the billionaires in Africa. Look at Dangote. Look at all those small, small things. Small things. And Chris Kirubi also became a billionaire with tissue paper. He was the biggest producer of tissue paper and bios. What you think is rubbish made him a billionaire. What I'm saying is, there are some tissues in your life and some bios in your life that you have not yet identified and recognized. Because they look so insignificant. You know, I called, uh, where's Chalo? Chalo, this guy, I called him. And because you did not move, I'm sharing the idea I shared with you. I told him, Chalo, have you noticed how many people come to church? So many. I said, do you know that bananas can make you rich in this church? Bananas. People are hungry. There is no hotel here. Why can't you put bananas? And you know, use God's technology. Don't create the banana. Just harvest the banana. Sell the banana. <laughs> Become a broker. Banana, farm. Banana, stomach. Money, pocket. How many of you would like to buy some fruits when you are in church? Yeah, look at all this. Your market is here. I'm still giving you the idea. You are the only one that I have allowed to sell fruits in this church. Nobody else has the tender. <laughs> Some of them, look at that. Come. Look. Look at the work that Joe Kanga is doing. Do you think she wants to eat junk? Doesn't she want some, some bananas and oranges? This one will not bargain. Give me banana. Even if you are not saved, it's a supernatural thing. It means you cannot explain why you sing. 
But you can see somebody working as a tea girl eh, for 5,000 a month. And as she's taking the tea, she's singing so well. Ah, you enjoy her singing more than her tea. <laughs> and you are thinking, this girl does not have discernment. Joseph was a house help. He was managing a house, but he had a gift of interpreting visions. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, what, you, what are you doing that is not an occupation? Because occupation is in your area of skill. I want to pray for you. Can you lift up your hands and close your eyes? Father, you told me this year, there will be manifestations of potential. Gifts that are buried in us, they will come to the top. Ideas that we have downplayed, they will rise to the top. I pray for everybody in this church that, Lord, nobody will lack a knowledge of their light. Every gift that you buried in us, I command it to come forward right now. Let it come out of our spirits and become visible. Pray that you will give us direction to what we are carrying, how to operate it. I pray that talents will come forth. I pray that discernment will become clear. That before the end of this year, I remembered something. Everybody that came with your vision, remove it. You wrote down your vision. You wrote down your vision. Did you write your vision? Lift up your vision. This is what you want to do, right? Possess the gates of family through marriage. Build a house. Establish a church. Stable income.
That is the first step. And it must be something that both of you like doing. And you are gifted in. And I ask you which one is the business. You say clothing. And guess what? These guys are naturally smart. They are naturally, if you want to do business for clothes and you don't know how to dress. And then the next idea is how much it must be something you can start with the smallest amount. Smallest amount. Because the real capital is your gift. Your gift is always your capital. Look at me. My work is to, I'm, I'm a preacher. And I'm not a poor preacher. Yes, sir. I have four children and I'm aiming at seven. Yeah. I must have money. So if I want to be a preacher, number one, I must be able to talk. Yes, you cannot be a preacher and you are stammered. Is it true? And how do you start a church? With one soul. Yes, one soul and then another person and another person. If your vision does not have practical steps, it is a dream. A dream is something you cannot understand. Vision is when it becomes practical. On Tuesday, can somebody say Tuesday? Yeah. On Tuesday, I want to talk about possessing the gates of business through the Great Commission. And I want everybody to start a business in this church. And I will show you how to start it with almost nothing. Look at our camera. Stay there. Put your... Where were you working? Which NGO? They were giving you a lot of money. The job ended. When the job ended, she discovered she's an events planner. All the events was even vineyards when she was there organizing. I hope you paid out. <laughs> now she has discovered she has something called R events. My work is to make organization and events beautiful. Until she was out of the job, she would not recognize she had a gift. Pressure is supposed to send you to possibilities. Yeah. If I catch you in this church, I ask you, what are you doing? You say, I don't know. Everybody must do something. Everybody must do something. You are married. How many children? Three children. You better do something. Because what you are doing cannot be children. Can you imagine if I have four children and there is nothing I'm doing? Very soon your wife will ask you, who are you? What's your name? <laughs> what is your name? I hope you are comfortable with what I'm teaching. I want to guide you from a place of nothing to become opulent and wealthy. Even your offering will be a lot. Yes, yes. If I'm pastoring people that don't have money, how will we get offered? <laughs> Are you not annoyed with people that don't have something? Where is Pastor Eric? Oh, stay there. Uh, this is Pastor Eric. He was a driver in Greece. Yes, he used to drive trucks, big trucks in Greece. Just the other 
other day he came back to Kenya, he got married. He's also an artist, he's a singer. And then the wildest idea came into his heart that he wants to do laundry. You know, laundry, dry cleaning. And he started it just the other day. I want to dedicate his shop. I poured oil in your shop. And today, he's able to meet all his needs. He has not gone yet into a lot of money, but he does not have any problem with eating, paying rent, transport, feeding his wife, feeding his children. How many children do you have? Three. The men in this family are very strong. <laughs> eh? You're aiming at heaven, you better have some money. Pastor <laughs> Christine, where are you? Nowadays, the wife is always smiling. When you don't have money, your wife does not smile. She has one permanent look. Always serious, thinking about heaven.
Before then, you are thinking, why that much? <laughs> why that much? Too much! Your business is going to grow. It's going to start at that. You need to get a good name for your business. Do you have a good name? What is it? Just those. Just wash. And your name is your wife's name? Something beautiful like that. Just wash. What are you washing? <laughs> start a business. Our events you started. Push it. What is the name of that business? You have to name it. You name it. Your company. 
we will be available to build and to serve you with our resources in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout amen. amen.